This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by a truly dynamic leader who leads a system that also has been uh, growing and changing and transforming healthcare, particularly in the oncology area. We're joined today by Annette Walker. Annette serves as the president of Orange County City of Hope. City of Hope is one of the most fascinating organizations in the world and particularly focused on cancer and cancer care and oncology and their founding and the story behind it is really an amazing, amazing transformative world story. And that's going to talk to us about what she's watching in oncology and cancer care today and a lot more and about City of Hope in Orange County. Annette, let me ask you to introduce yourself and tell us about City of Hope, Orange County, and City of Hope generally. Uh, thank you, Scott. Well, as um, you said, I'm the president of the City of Hope, Orange County. And City of Hope is a really unique organization. It's one of the largest cancer research and treatment organizations in the United States. And, you know, when I joined in uh, 2018, we were located in Dwarty. And as you said, we are transforming. We are also now in Orange County, Atlanta, Phoenix, and Chicago. As a matter of fact, I think approximately 90 million Americans now have access to, to City of Hope in one way, shape, or form. What's um, I think most interest, interesting is we are known around the world for our breakthroughs in cancer. We have 600 physicians, 1,000 scientists and researchers who work with those physicians focusing on tr- preventing, treating, and curing cancer. We also have more than 800 clinical trials, which play such an important role in bringing new treatments to our communities. And my job in City of Hope has been to bring those services to Orange County. So I was hired in 2018. At that time, City of Hope had no services in Orange County. We now have four clinics, a major outpatient cancer center, and a cancer hospital that is half done and will be ready to open near the end of 2025. Fantastic. When you talk about the changes in oncology and cancer treatment delivery, any thoughts that are top of mind for you? Yeah, you know, I've I've learned a lot because it's the first time in my career that I've worked with an organization that is so focused on a um, single area of treatment. And, you know, they I don't know if you know the statistics, Scott, but about 35% of cancers can be attributed either in one way, shape, or form to genetics and the environment. And all the rest are attributed to aging or the normal, you know, aging process. So the bottom line is that one in three of us at some point in our lives are going to get cancer and all of us know somebody or love somebody who's been affected by cancer. So when you look at, you know, nearly 65% of cancers being attributed to normal aging and the rest environment or genetics, you, you sit there and say, you know, is there a better way of dealing with cancer than we have? Most people probably don't realize that, maybe intuitively they do, but statistically, 
if you're diagnosed in stage one, you have a very good chance of recovery. And if you're diagnosed in stage four, you have a much lesser chance of recovery. So this is a disease where prevention and early detection maybe play a significantly disproportionate effect on the impact. So what I see really happening, and that is really could be very, very exciting, is the increase in our ability to detect cancer very, very early, particularly through the use of liquid biopsies. You know, I think another thing that, you know, probably most people don't know is that, you know, we have pretty good screening for breast, lung, and colon cancer. But the other major cancers, esophagus, pancreas, stomach, liver, and ovary, we don't have good screening tools. So unfortunately, they're often diagnosed when they're very late stage. So putting our efforts into finding these earlier will have a tremendous benefit on the health of our individuals and communities. So that's one of the most exciting things. There's many, many things that are, you know, genetics and AI that, you know, we could talk about too, but that's the one that really excites me the most is early detection and prevention. Thank you. And, and where do you see sort of vaccines and immunotherapies starting to fit into some of this as well? And, and how much work is City of Hope doing in those areas? Um, City of Hope is, is working in, in all areas of cancer prevention. Like I said, those thousand scientists are continuously busy on their um, all the things that they need to or want to get done. So, you know, some of our other major areas of interest, they'll be coming out shortly. I think uh, today or this week, we're gonna be releasing some of the more important cancer trends, but there's many areas, for instance, um, cancer disparities. You know, why are there disparities and how do genetics play a role in that? So how can, you know, AI and precision medicine help with that? Obviously very, very much because Gene sequencing and the ability to do that is becoming much more accessible than it used to. The GI tract, probably most people don't realize that there's a correlation between your gut health and the effectiveness of immunotherapies like CAR-T. Immunotherapies are a very promising, very uh, productive opportunity for the treatment of cancers, but it's very complex and you need like an NCI center to get some of the CAR-T therapies that are happening. But did you know, for most people to think, boy, am I taking care of my gut health? The gut health is becoming really important in many areas of health. The um, clinical trials and access to clinical trials. So, you know, all areas of cancer with our 800 trials, they pretty much scan the whole gamut of opportunities in cancer from the um, very simplest to the very, very complex, like the CAR-Ts. And then of course there's policy changes that also we can't ignore. It's like, how are our health policies impacting people's access to some of the leading edge treatments and cures that if people like City of Hope come up with them, how do we get them to people? How do we make sure they're available? Yes, and take a moment on, Annette, as you move towards 2024, we're just at the start of it now, what are you most excited about heading into this year? Um, well, I'm most excited about our hospital's health done, and we're going to be able to bring um, even more extensive treatments to the people of Orange County. So that's 
that's what I think, Scott, you know, even though I'm particularly excited about access to Orange County is that every American who has cancer deserves access to specialized and um, clinical trials, specialized care and clinical trials. And how as a nation can we increase that access? City of Hope is, you know, that's part of our vision. We want as many people as possible to get access to those things because that's where the cures are going to be. That's where lives are going to be changed and the, the damage that cancer does to families and people and communities can be most mitigated. Fantastic. And Annette, you've had this great leadership career. Any advice that you give to other leaders or emerging leaders? Yeah, very, very in particular. Um, I was talking or I was looking on the internet the other day and there was this, uh, a reel that had played um, this woman who had copied her being fired from a job. And some of the comments that I read about people's reactions to it were, were kind of disturbing to me. And, and what it said to me is that most of the people who had responded to this event had never experienced what it's like to have work that they felt was very meaningful and purposeful. They had reduced it to a transaction. And I, if I were talking to, or when I do talk to young people today, I said, there's many opportunities that you might have, but what matters most is that you pick work that matters. You pick work that makes a difference because that is what is the most sustainable and continuing your motivation and engagement. Thank you. And that's a fantastic piece of advice because in the long run, trying to get excited day to day about something that doesn't really move the needle for you or isn't really exciting to you is very, very hard. You always look at the sort of this Venn diagram if you're having to support a family or raise a family, that this great balance of, or really not even having to support a family, support yourself, of what can you do that you're actually excited about and what can you do that pays the bills and finding some Venn diagram where those kind of things could overlap so you could also both take care of yourself, add value, but also love what you do because that's very important. And if you want to do it sustainably, very hard to do if it's not something that really gets you going and you're excited about it and, and, and fits your passion and your, and, your, and your motivation and mission. Yeah, that's 100%. And, and I think sometimes when younger people hear us say that, um, they think that, oh, work is like super fun every day. Well, that's, that's really not the case. I think no matter what you do, there are aspects of a career that sometimes it's the grind and you have to work through the grind. But the way you can work through the grind is when you know it's going to make a difference at the end. So I, I think you're, you're absolutely right. That Venn diagram is a very great metaphor for how someone should look at it. But I do sometimes laugh when I um, hear that misperception of every day's a, every day's a party. Um, Every day is not a party. Sometimes it's just hard. But working towards something that matters is what gets you through it. No, I think that's exactly right. And your point is, is well, there's going to be parts of any job you have that you're not going to love. And, and sometimes you just got to grind through the, some, of, some of those things. But you want to at least make sure that X percentage of your job fits your, your needs as well as the company's needs, of course, as well, or, or whoever you're working with needs that Venn diagram too that you're thriving and whoever you're working with is thriving too or the company's thriving 
But I think you're right. There's going to be good and bad days. There's going to be good and bad days. It's not always going to be perfect. But the more you can align it with your mission, what you want to do, the better off you are. Yeah. And like I can tell you, that's one of the things I've had the opportunity to do here at City of Hope. I've never become so personally involved in people's care. And I'll tell you, even this weekend, yesterday, two different inquiries through different connections and people who know me or um, who know people who know me asking for help. And the fact that being part of City of Hope allows me to help them, it doesn't get better than that. It really doesn't get better than that. I knew that what we're doing every day here matters and it matters to a lot of people. No, I think that's a fantastic perspective. That isn't that nice when you're recognizing the community for what you do and people know they also that you're accessible to them. And, and people's mm-hmm. access to healthcare right now is so challenging. So the fact that people find you accessible to get them the help they need in such a critical period of their lives, critical diagnosis is so important. I, I, I love that, Annette. Uh, again, we're joined today by Annette Walker, president, City of Hope, Orange County. Uh, just amazing what they've done there, and really amazing what City of Hope has done across the country as well. Uh, Annette, thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. It's always great to visit with you and, and the people from City of Hope. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure, Scott. And hello, a shout out there to all my healthcare colleagues. You do work that matters. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, to help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm-hmm.